welcome to Riverside Radio. You are here listening to Rosie and this is the Saturday Splash where this week we are celebrating British Science Week and I've got two amazing guests with me here in the studio. So let's first of all say hello to Marla. Hello Marla. Hello, thank you for having us. How are you today? Yeah, great, thank you. And we've got someone else. We are joined by your son Marla. Yeah. Hello Miles. Hello. How are you today? Very good. Excellent. Now, I'm so excited that you have both joined me for British Science Week because you're both science fans, I gather. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to be finding out a little bit more about you. So let's let's start with Miles, if that's OK. So, Miles, how old are you? Oh, well, I'm nine years old. You're nine years old. And do you live roundabouts in southwest London? Are you fairly local? Uh, yeah, kind of in south. Yeah, yeah. just south of. Brixton area, kind of. Yeah, just south of Brixton. So you're pretty much neighbours to us yeah. here on Riverside Radio. So you're nine years old in year... Uh, year five. Year five. And do you want to give a shout out to any of your friends that might be listening? Absolutely. I'd like to give a shout out to my friends, Gabrielle, yes, Miller, uh, Anthony, Noah, and I can't remember the rest. <laughs> they can't remember the rest. <laughs> Fair enough. That's fine. If, Probably, you but them, yeah. if you remember them later, we can give them a shout out yeah. as well. And just a brief question for you, Miles. Yeah. Are you into science? Absolutely. What What do you like about science, or what kind of sciencey things do you like? Well, I definitely like. Um, well, I definitely like like physics and wow. chemistry. Oh wow, that's yeah. pretty impressive! Yeah. Physics and chemistry <laughs> in year five. You must have some great teachers. Now, I want to chat to Mum Marla because do you like science, Marla? I do like science. Tell us a little bit more about what you do. So I'm a scientist and a data manager at the Natural History Museum in London. Amazing. Yeah. And Marla, do you mind if I share with everyone that soon we should be calling you Dr. Marla? Yeah, less than three weeks' time, I will defend my PhD and be Dr. Marla. So, yeah. And what, what will you be a doctor in? What is your research? So uh, deep sea marine biology. <gasps> so I describe new species, which is very cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about a species that maybe you've described or what kind of animals are we talking or plants yeah so uh deep sea amphipods which look like little shrimp and uh yeah so i have found roughly now about 25 new species oh wow yeah one of which i'm going to name after mr miles but i need to yeah yes. figure out the yes. proper latin name for him yeah for oh. his species oh wow I, I am so excited i didn't know this so <laughs> marla mum has discovered a new species of deep sea shrimp essentially yeah essentially yeah and you're gonna name it after your lovely son miles yeah. It'd be yep. something cool for him to say in university, right? His yeah. like, fun fact. <laughs> Absolutely. Not many people can say that they've got a deep sea shrimp named after them. <laughs> I'm going to have to Google some pictures of what this deep sea shrimp looks like in a bit. Now, one question before we get on with some more music this morning. Here at Riverside Radio, here at Saturday Splash, we love learning about nature in our local environment, getting out there in into the parks, into sometimes the beaches and looking at the ponds do you guys like getting out in nature miles you mentioned something about the new forest do you like being outdoors oh yeah it's really beautiful because sometimes when you go outside it's just like oh it's nice the weather's very weather's very nice however when you're in a new forest it's just really breathtaking oh. and when you go camping there it's really great except for the uh, ponies pooing on your tent. <laughs> the ponies pooing on your tent. I think that's a good place to leave it for a moment. I love a bit of poo at 10 past 10 in the morning. Up next, we've got some David Getter, and we'll be back soon to hear more about British Science Week. Switch on Southwest London.
You're on Riverside Radio. Hello again and welcome back to the Saturday Splash. You are listening to Rosie here on Riverside Radio. And we are still joined in the studio by mother and son scientific duo Marla and Miles. Hello again. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. Now, this week we have been hearing, this is the start of something called British Science Week. Now, you're both nodding at me. I know that you've heard of British Science Week before. Um, And this is, if people listening haven't heard of British Science Week, it's a 10-day celebration. It's all about science, technology, engineering, maths. And some people listening might be doing some activities in school or maybe going to events. And if anyone isn't interested in any of the British Science Week events, you can head to sciencelive.net and there's loads and loads of stuff going on. But I would like to hear from Miles because you are in year five. That is correct. That is correct. Are you doing anything for British Science Week at school? Uh, yes, every year we celebrate British Science Week and we do a bunch of activities that really explores, uh, that makes each other explore each other's ima- imaginations. Oh, so you're combining science and imaginations and maybe investigations and other bits and pieces like that as well? Yep. Fantastic. Um, so that's probably coming up th- next week when you get back to school on Monday? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Marla, as a mum and as a scientist, um, have you been involved in British Science Week or what, what do you make of it? So, yeah, normally I do get really involved. So this year I'm actually not going into schools to help out or give presentations. But you have come on radio to I talk have. about it. Okay. <laughs> I think it's really important. It's amazing for the kids because, yeah, every kid is a scientist at heart, I think. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Curious. Um, And I think it's just really important for the kids who are into science to kind of explore that and have some enthusiasm about it. And then if they want to explore it later for, you know, GCSEs or A-levels, I think starting young and kind of developing that appreciation, it's great. It's really good stuff. It's good fun as well. It really is good fun. Yeah, when I think back on science in school, I think of kind of explosions and all sorts of kind of chaos going on but science doesn't always need to be like that does it science can no. be all sorts of different things and you mentioned curiosity there um, Marla and Miles I get a sense that you're quite a curious young person absolutely always <laughs> <laughs> always curious and and that's what makes me think of science because we might have some people listening that maybe don't think science is for them or maybe didn't enjoy science in school but my mission this morning and with your help is to convince everyone that mm. actually scientific skills the skills of that come with science could be for everyone so they're quite simple things maybe just like asking questions coming up with ideas and if you both are up for it we'll do a little bit of a mini scientific investigation here in the studio this morning cool yeah definitely up for that (laughs) yep okay well we'll go and get prepared for that and whilst we do that let's listen to some elton john and dua lipa this is Riverside. Hello again and welcome back. You are still listening to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. And happy British Science Week. I hope you are going to be enjoying lots of scientific activities. British Science Week started yesterday. And here in the studio this morning, I'm still joined by the fantastic Marla, or soon we'll be calling Dr. Marla, and her son, Miles. And you're going to be helping me out with a bit of a scientific investigation this morning. Is that okay? Yeah, definitely. Okay, now... The aim of this investigation for me is to convince everyone that being a scientist is actually super easy. Anyone can do it. And those skills that we use being a scientist, we can use in every day in our lives and they can be really useful to us. Now, what I've done this morning is I've brought in three mystery objects and I've placed them in front of Myla. 
Marla and Miles, I've placed these objects in front of them. Now, they might have a bit of an idea what some of them are, but we're not going to worry about that for now. So let's let's ask you to select one. Marla, I'm going to ask you to go first. Would you like to talk us through which one of these you'd like to select as your mystery object? Yeah, so, I mean, it was really funny because soon as you put these objects down, we immediately were like, oh, these are so cool and look at this and look at that. <laughs> so, yeah, there are, yeah, the three objects. There's one that looks kind of like a crazy looking large pine cone seed I'm not really sure what it is and then there's this other rock I think I'm going to go with the seeds okay okay yeah. so Marla has selected Marla's mystery specimen and we'll yeah. find out a bit more about that in a moment Miles which one are you going to choose I'm probably going to pick like this weird triangle kind of like rock shape that is like really black it looks like a void oh i love this and you have already started doing that very first part of a scientific investigation okay so you've got your specimens with you the first stage is something called observation miles have you heard that word before observation yes do you know what it means no, not really. Should we ask Mum? M- Marla, observation, what does that mean? So observation, so looking at it, so kind of taking in, let's say, the texture, the weight, the size, you know, how it feels when you kind of rub your finger over it. And then you can kind of start to guess, maybe. Okay, yeah. so let's start with some observations. Miles may have just accidentally Uh-oh. severed one of Miles' <laughs> fingers. Yeah, um, technical difficulties. Technical okay. difficulties. Marla, may we start with you? <laughs> yes. Could you give us some observations? So for everyone listening, okay. really describe that specimen to Okay, us. so there is this, it's this brown object. It, if I put both hands together, cupped, it takes up the entire size of my cupped hand. So it's a huge kind of brown, heavy seed. The outside looks really knobbly, and it kind of looks like the the opposite of a pine cone, if that makes any sense. So it looks like a pine cone, but instead of the the bits sticking out, they're actually like holes sticking in. There are actually holes yeah, sticking in. Yeah, it's very cool. Now, Marla, that is a fantastic description. Very good observations <laughs> as a scientist. You've clearly done this before. Um, can I ask you to use some of your other senses to investigate this? Could you give it a bit of a sniff? Are you comfortable yeah. smelling it? Oh. Mm. Anything there? Can you smell anything there? I can't smell much there. Okay. Yes. Fair it enough. smells a little bit of like a certain. It sounds smells a little a hint, kind of like jasmine a little. Oh, interesting. Okay, so Marla's given us some fantastic observations of mystery specimen number one. I'm going to call that object number one. Miles, over to you. So can you describe the shapes, the textures, how does it feel, the colours? Well, it's very smooth. It's so smooth, it's like it's sanded. Okay. But some corners of it is very rough. Okay. It's kind of like something has just been hitting against it. And if you get in the right... A bit of light. Some there's a little bit of like um, diff, kind of like a rainbow shape of colours in wow. some corners. That's some really good description. So we've got rainbow colours kind of bouncing off of it. But what colour is it in general? Because I can see that there's one colour there that really comes through. Yeah, it's it's literally like pitch black. It's like a void. But then at the co- top of one, the corner, it's literally just missing a bit. But it's all like, it looks a little bit like clay, but with a hint of black in it. These are some fantastic descriptions. <laughs> now, if you can you describe for me, Miles, how does it feel? Is it quite light? Is it quite heavy? Is it rough? Is it smooth? Is it quite solid? Well, for some reason, if you hold it in different positions, it gets lighter and heavier. Oh, like okay. If you hold it upside down, it's a little bit heavier. However, if you hold it upright, it's fine. 
However, if you hold it on like one side, like the left side, then it feels like quite like in the middle. So honestly, it could be like different weights, which is a little bit confusing. I'm just curious. Okay, so it it looks pretty dense to me. I'm like, people watching at home, it definitely doesn't look like a feather, you know, it's quite solid. Maybe a bit like a rock even. You're giving it a bit of a tap there. Is it quite solid? Oh, yeah. Very (laughs) excellent. Don't hurt your fingers there. All right, well, you have just done the first stage of a scientific investigation live on radio. We've got our observations out of the way and very, very curious. We have no idea what these things might be just yet, but maybe we will find out. Out. So up next, we're going to play a song, keep you all on the edge of your seats, and we'll continue our investigation after some Duncan Lawrence. Hello, welcome back. You're listening to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. I'm Rosie, your host, and we're still joined by Marla. Hello, Marla. Hello. And your lovely son, Miles. Hello. And if our listeners have only just tuned in, you are mother and son duo, but you're both super science fans here to help (laughs) me celebrate British Science Week. Now, I have provided you each with, well, actually, you've chosen one of these mystery objects. Marla's object, you mentioned it was brown. It looks a bit like a pine cone. It's it's got all these holes in. And just before the break, Miles, you said that your object is quite black. It's quite heavy. Yeah. Rock-like. So that, that was our observation stage. Now we're moving on to the next stage in our scientific investigation. What is coming up with questions? I asked you to have a little think over the break of any questions you would like to find out the answer to. So Marla, having a look at your object, let's start with you. Are there any questions that you are curious about? So there's about, I would say, 50 or so holes in this kind of stone seed looking thing and they're quite deep holes so but there's nothing in them now so I'm wondering what was in those originally okay and you said there's 50 holes in this thing roughly how big are those holes if you describe them I would say maybe five centimeters across and then they're about three or five centimeters deep so they're quite deep wow quite deep indeed okay what could be in those holes well maybe we'll come up with some ideas in a bit Miles what is your question about your object that dark rock like thing you come up with a question well this pretty much the whole thing is basically really shiny however this one corner that's like really blunt like not shiny it's just like a blunt kind of color so you can see light reflect off of it but it isn't like as shiny as the rest of it so your question is maybe about why it's shiny and blunt in different places yeah Okay, so Miles is interested to find out why most of it is shiny, but it's got this blunt bit on one edge. Okay, right, that's a really good thing because scientists are always asking questions. And Marla, you mentioned curiosity earlier as being important to scientists. Insatiable, yeah, definitely. So you've got some questions. The next stage, I think we should come up with some scientific ideas. Now, I'm going to say a big word. Hold on to yourself, brace yourself. The word is hypothesis <gasps> it's a big scary word isn't it hypothesis have you ever heard that word before miles uh yes do you have any idea what it means uh yes it's when <gasps> it's when you basically uh do tests and you um ask questions about it you are so so close you are oh you're just on the edge of it hypothesis or what the way that we're going to think about it today is those ideas to help us answer that question. And they're ideas that we can test 
just like you said. So well done. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So let's come up with some scientific ideas to try and answer your questions. Okay, so we'll do this as a team. Let's go back to Marla's specimen or object. So this was the kind of brown thing with holes on it and the holes were all over. And Marla, remind us, what was your question? So my question is, what was in these holes that's what, no longer there? Yes, I want to know what was there. What was in them? Okay, let's come up with some ideas. Let's think big, weird, wild, wonderful ideas. Anything at all. What could have been in those holes? I mean, it looks like maybe there were some smaller seeds. So even though I thought this whole thing was a seed, maybe it was just a vessel and all these little holes actually held individual seeds. Okay, so it could be seeds. That could be one answer. It could be the right answer. Maybe. We'll find out. Perhaps. Maybe not. Any other ideas? Just throwing it out there. Ooh. I'm going to throw an idea out there. Could it have been insects? I was wondering that as well. Yeah, it could be. Could insects have made It'd little be the homes? perfect little insect house, wouldn't it? I'm quite scared of if the spiders lived in there, then I have an arachnophobia, so I'm out of there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so right, well, this, this interview might be terminated very quickly <laughs> if that happens. All right, so we've come up with some nice ideas or that big scary word hypothesis about what, what could answer Marla's question. And now we'll go back to Miles, so that, that rock-like black thing that you were curious yeah. about why some sides were shiny but one side was blunt. So have you got any scientific ideas about what the answer might be? Well, maybe this might have, like, been something that's actually, like, before was, like, uh, hot. Ah. So, like, maybe then it, like, uh, one side cooled down really quick because it was in, like, a cold area. And then the rest, like, one corner of it was poking in water. And then the other rest was just, like, poking out of water. So, Miles, I think you might have a bit of an idea about what your object is. Would you like to share your idea about what it could be? I think it might be, like, um, lava. It might be obsidian, maybe. I think you're right. So if if people listening haven't heard of obsidian before, do you know anything about it that you might be able to tell them? Or should we help you out? Uh, Yes, it's basically... I think it's um, basically dried lava it's basically lava that has i would say crystallized maybe so actually yeah. and basically uh dried into uh yeah into like a massive black rock so i don't really know that no I think that is fantastic, Miles. What an amazing description, amazing ideas, amazing hypothesis, one might even say. Okay, so we're thinking that Miles might be holding on to something that once was lava, but has now cooled down into a rock. And some some and some some parts of it might be shiny because of that. And Marla's, do we have any ideas what this might be, Marla? You've mentioned so, the word seed a few times. Yeah, so because one end of it looks like it was attached to a branch. So, and now it looks like it's broken off. So that was one of the th- reasons why I thought it was a seed. Also, because it kind of has pine cone-esque texture, it looks like a pine cone, but like no pine cone I've ever seen before. So I'm really curious to know what it is, actually. I don't have any guesses other than it could be related to a pine cone. Okay, well, Marla, you've already started us on our next journey in our scientific investigation, which is looking for evidence. And we're going to do a little bit more of that and maybe get some answers after the next song, which is Years and Years and Galantis. That was Years and Years and Galantis. And welcome back to Saturday's Flash. And we are in our final stages of our scientific investigation here in the studio. We've been investigating some mystery objects that I brought in. And Marla and Miles 
our fantastic guests this morning have been helping with that. Now, the next stage, we've done some observations, we've looked closely, we've asked questions, and we've come up with some scientific ideas. Now, we're going to look for some evidence. Are you up for that? It sounds Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely right. We're going to be looking for some evidence. Now, Marla, let's start with you. You had this object and you've described it to us a bit like a seed, but it's got these holes in it. You were curious to know what those holes were, but also we're kind of generally wondering what it is. Yeah. So is there any evidence that you can see, feel, smell, hear, any evidence at all that might help us answer those questions? So, okay. So looking at it, so on the top and the bottom, it looks like it was attached to something and it has this really soft, almost velvet bit like yeah, kind like, of like fur yeah it feels like fur exactly but it looks like it was attached to like let's say a branch or something uh-huh. like that and, and then looking at the holes inside it looks almost like um like something has been broken off okay yeah, yeah. there's a really good bit of evidence that there was definitely something in there that's yeah. broken away when you feel that marla how would you describe the feel of it does it remind you of anything else that you've felt in the past Ah, what the the fur like, or Not, the or just the general part of it, the the body it of it really reminds me of a pine cone. I, I mean, yeah, it really does. It's just it's very cool looking because I've never seen a pine cone like this. Um, but it definitely looks like some variation of a pine cone. I agree. Like it looks the colors of it, but also yeah. the feel of it. It feels so much like a plant yeah. or something from a plant. Definitely. I feel like that's going to be a really good scientific idea. Miles, would you agree? As another scientist here in the room, we want to with you and kind of peer review our, our ideas so far would you agree that there's evidence to suggest that this is from a plant yes because mostly it basically looks like a, like my mum said a bunch of stuff broke off of it like a, like seeds so basically it really looks like it's definitely from a plant definitely from a plant and it's got something to do with seeds we're not quite sure exactly what but i i might be feeling generous i might reveal to you what i know about this in just a moment um so actually i'll do that now so what you're holding there marla is a bit like a seed a seed pod maybe is a better way to think of it okay it's from something called the banksia tree have you ever heard of banksia Banksia is a weird thing. It's from Australia, so we don't definitely don't have it in this country. Um, but Banksia, these trees are often around lots of forest fires. So they need to protect their seeds from those forest fires. And then after the fires, they release their seeds into nice fertile ground. So actually what you're holding there is quite um, quite compact in shape. And you mentioned yeah. the holes go really deep. Yeah. And that's where the seeds would be oh, kept Oh, that's safe. amazing. I mean, it would keep them very safe. Yeah, if there were seeds in there, that would definitely be a good vessel uh, to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. Okay, good good investigating work, Dr. Marla. Very, very good. Um, Now, Miles, we're going to come back to your object. So we said that this one looked, um, it's black in colour, it's a bit like a rock, but it's really, really shiny. And you, you thought you knew what it was, didn't you? Remind us. Yeah, I thought it was obsidian. Obsidian. Now, obsidian, from what I know of obsidian, that's when a volcano erupts and the lava is coming out. But with obsidian the lava actually comes into contact with water and it cools down really quickly and that means it becomes really, really shiny. So is there any evidence, and maybe you can have a look, on that object that might confirm that it is in fact obsidian? Well, it is very shiny and it's very hard, just like a rock. And also, a chip is broken off, like I've said before, but you can see that on the inside it looks like absolute rock. 
Okay, this is looking like some good evidence. Let's check in with Dr. Marla. Dr. Marla, would you agree with some of these ideas? I would concur with Miles's observations. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, it's a beautiful piece of rock. It looks almost like black glass. It's really beautiful um, and definitely looks like, I mean, there's no crystals in it whatsoever. It's just smooth and beautiful, except for that corner that's missing, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Maybe it, it is, is one giant crystal. Could be. Because yeah. it cooled down so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you both have been fantastic. Thank you for helping with that scientific investigation. We're going to hear a little bit more from you in just a minute before we wrap up the show. The hour has gone by so quickly. But at first, we've got some Zara Larson. That was Zara Larson there, Invisible, which was from the film Claws on Netflix. So that's why it was so nice and calming. Um, We are coming to the end of the Saturday Splash here this morning. You have been listening to me, Rosie, and Marla, Dr. Marla almost. Thank you. When will you be doctor? When when will that be happening? So March 28th. March 28th. And you will be a doctor in... Let's say generally marine. Yeah, so deep sea marine biology. Deep sea marine biology. And Dr. Marla, if you missed it, is naming one of those deep sea creatures after her lovely, delightful son who's also joined us, Miles. Yep. Have you had a nice morning here today, Miles? Yep, great. Now, thank you so much for helping me with British Science Week. If anyone's listening is interested in to find out more about British Science Week, um, you can search for it on Google, but also head to sciencelive.net to find out about all the events that are happening near you. Now, Miles, we've we've just got a little while before we round up, but I know that you've got some shout-outs that you would like to do. You've been writing them down during the break, haven't you? Yep. So you don't forget anyone. Talk us through your shout-outs. I'd like to give a shout, uh, some shout-outs to Miss Stevenson, Miss Balaam, uh, Sophia, Brody, Ava, Anthony, um, my my dad, uh, my stepmom, my gran, uh, and also, just in total, Year 5 Teal and Elwood Primary School. Elwood Primary School. Amazing. And was it Miss Stevenson? Yeah. Big shout out to Miss Stevenson and <laughs> yeah. Elwood Primary School. Um, will you come back and visit us again at Riverside Radio, you two? We would Absolutely. love it. Yeah, Excellent. it's been great. Oh, I have loved chatting to you this morning. Now, up next on Riverside Radio, we're going to be hearing from the Riversiders, which is our student group that have been developing their own show. They're on from 11 to 12. And then I think Fayon's back in the house from 12 o'clock with the kids are all right. But Miles, you would like to introduce the final song, which is one of your favourite songs. Yep. So would you like to take it away? Yep. Um, next up song is Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. <laughs> 